It's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. This is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, 866-90-RED-EYE. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. RedEyeRadioShow.com. We stream live, get our app, put it on your phone, and listen all the time. Repeat it. Listen to the show over and over again five or six times. Maybe seven. Maybe seven. Uh, in fact, I think it's mandated in this <laughs> new agreement from Capitol Hill that just came across a few hours ago that everyone uh, is mandated while you shelter in place to listen to Red, Red Eye right. Radio continuously. If you're going to get any type of government <laughs> assistance, you must listen if, to Red Eye Radio. If you want the money, you must listen to Red, Red Eye Radio. Radio. Yes. Uh, it's in the fine print. We're, we're, yeah, yeah, I mean, may not, we, yeah. we're pretty sure. We can't <laughs> confirm it, but we're pretty sure. Here's Mitch McConnell last night, early in the morning. The Senate has reached a bipartisan agreement on a historic relief package for this pandemic. It will rush new resources onto the front lines of our nation's health care fight, and it will inject trillions of dollars of cash into the economy as fast as possible to help American workers, families, small businesses, and industries make it through this disruption. Here's Chuck Schumer. Like all compromises, this bill is far from perfect, but we believe the legislation has been improved significantly to warrant its quick consideration and passage because many Democrats and Republicans were willing to do the serious and hard work. The bill is much better off than where it started. Well, we'll uh, we'll analyze that. I'm I'm sure as more details, uh, you know, uh, come out and yeah. far from perfect. Well, we were expecting perfect when we have bipartisan compromise legislation from Capitol Hill. Uh, now, <laughs> perfect that uh, they get to, they get to quit hearing from the people. I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> Just so you know, some of the things that are in it, a one-time payment of $1,200 if you've got kids. Uh, what is it, $1,200 per, uh, per adult? Uh, 75000 income. Or, in, yeah, 75000 uh, income for single. Right. 150000 for a a, a, a a couple. I don't know if they, uh, I would assume, I don't know if it reaches the $99,000 level, you know, where you get partial. Right. I, I just, I don't know yet. But or, we, and is that adjusted gross income, I guess? Probably. I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. It would be adjusted gross. Yeah. That's and that would be big news if it wasn't. And right. Because right, it right. wasn't in the in in the previous bills. But probably the biggest thing in here, the compromise, because remember, there was talk of two payments. Mm-hmm. Remember getting two payments. The two payments are gone for everybody. But Schumer called it unemployment on steroids. And it could be up to six hundred dollars a week more. Wow. Yes. For example, uh, and I use New York, uh, the maximum you can make is $507 a week. At the maximum, according to what we have read, you would add $600 onto that 507 It would be $1,100 a week in unemployment. Hmm. How long that would last, we don't know. We know they've extended unemployment Apparently, at least it was in the, by the way, it was in the first edition of the Hill. I don't see that now. 
right. where they said they extended it for four months also. Right. I don't see that in the update in the Hill.com here at the moment. And we're trying to scan as many different articles as possible to see what's in the bill. And, of course, this is being leaked out because we don't have a transcript of the bill because it's not done yet. Not done yet. The, the language isn't done. And right. they uh, they kind of mentioned that in the in the very beginning was when this was breaking uh, a little after 1 a.m. Eastern. Uh, they they basically said, you know, it's it's really the language isn't going to be very different. Uh, it's not going to you know, we don't see any language essentially that would get in the way. Uh, it's it's all it's it's all done. We we have a deal. So now they just have to, you know, uh, put it all together and we'll see the the uh, the final bill in a matter of hours, likely. Uh, uh, see here. Both sides accuse the other of trying to get unrelated provisions in the bill. Republicans accuse Democrats of trying to hide or trying to include increased fuel emission standards for airlines and expansion of wind and solar credits. While the Democrats owned it in a provision in the draft circulation that would have blocked nonprofits who received Medicaid, like Planned Parenthood, hmm. uh, from the previous coronavirus package from receiving small business assistance under the stimulus package. One of the thorniest questions of the talks was how to deliver relief to the airline industry whose representatives burned up the phone lines over the weekend and Monday calling senators or calling everybody, said one Democratic senator, said of the airline's intense lobbying push for direct grants in addition to loans. Hundreds of billions of dollars in buffer capital for the Treasury Department will allow the Fed to hand out an additional $4 trillion in loans to distressed companies such as U.S. Airlines and Boeing the nation's leading uh, airplane manufacturer. Their stocks have been hit hardest. The federal loan program, which Democrats bashed as a corporate bailout program and uh, Mnuchin's uh, slush fund was one of the biggest sticking points. Republicans argued the Treasury Department needed $500 billion to help the Fed inject enough liquidity into the economy while Democrats were enraged over a provision they said would let Mnuchin provide loans and guarantees and then wait six months before disclosing who got the assistance, Schumer noted in a letter to his caucus that they were able to get that provision removed. Hmm. Uh, Manchin, Joe Manchin said they were able to get better better oversight also. Uh, we did see that for a year period, uh, excuse me, for the, the, the year that you get the loan and a year after, no stock buybacks. That seems to be the Achilles heel of liberals now everywhere that stock buybacks are automatically evil and bad mm-hmm. um uh, and an additional year uh after uh a- after you get the loan after the term ends after the term end now earlier we had seen it was in there that uh the ceo compensation was also part of it limiting that i don't see that now in the article in the updated article from the hill.com no, no. yeah so we don't know what's left in what what's left out from I guess that latest version. Uh, hard to tell what's accurate until until the morning. Until we actually see the bill, we know it's again. They're calling it a you know two trillion two trillion dollar plus mm-hmm. um, uh, bill. Um, uh, it would uh, hang on here. Okay, I had it. Now it's uh, gone. Okay, here we go. Yeah, uh, this is where Schumer said the bill amounts to unemployment compensation on steroids. Right. And and uh, that is where the, they talk about the federal infusion where you'd be able to, in some cases, over double the amount of unemployment 
that people are getting. The unprecedented economic rescue package would give direct payments to most Americans, drastically expand unemployment benefits, and provide $367 billion for small businesses to keep making payroll while workers are forced to stay home. Mm. And I believe, is that the tax, is the $367 billion to help them make uh, payroll while workers are forced to stay at home, where you don't kick them off and put them on unemployment, is that the tax credit that they're talking about? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so there's where we are. Uh, one of the last issues to close concerned $500 billion for guaranteed subsidized loans to larger industries, including a fight over how generous to be with the airlines, given that Democrats wanted them to abide by new carbon emissions, but apparently that's not in there any longer. Hospitals would get significant help as well. This I'm reading here from Fox. Going through a number of different articles to try to tie this all in together as, you know, different news media have different stories since the bill has not been released completely. Right. McConnell said the Senate will meet at noon today, but did not set a time for the vote. By rule, the procedural vote to begin debate would happen at 1 p.m. unless the Senate scraps that vote. Democrats are finally taking yes for an answer, McConnell said in his remarks on the Senate floor early Wednesday morning. Help is on the way. So Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin, who was smiling after McConnell left the floor, told reporters this is a very important bipartisan piece of legislation that's going to be very important to help American workers, American business, and people across America. So we couldn't be more pleased. I've spoken with the president many times, and he's very pleased with the legislation and the impact it's going to have. And the White House has said they will sign the legislation if it is passed. So uh, concerning the House, Mnuchin added, I can't speak for Speaker Pelosi. I hope she takes it up and she passes as is. We need we need to get this working for the American people. And again, there are a lot of compromises. It's a terrific bill, and it was a great accomplishment for everyone. Michigan Independent, uh, Justin uh, Amash, who recently left the Republican Party, signaled he might essentially delay consideration of the bill in the House. Hmm. The lower chamber may seek to pass a legislation via unanimous consent because many members are not in Washington, but a single member can destroy the plan. The bipartisan deal is a raw deal for the people. He tweeted, it does far too little for those who need the most help, while providing hundreds of billions of dollars in corporate welfare, massively growing in government, inhibiting economic adaptation, and widening the gap between the rich and the poor. Uh, by the way, I saw it was at Reason Magazine talked about it. They called him the only, I think, uh, libertarian left. We said he lost that status after he, after you know, uh, he approved of the impeachment of the president. Right. If you believe in art, if you believe, and uh, in Article Two as he did, and you voted that way, you're not a libertarian. No, impossible. No, you cannot reject. You cannot reject the separation of government and call yourself a libertarian. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Just can't. So when they call him a libertarian, it's like stop it. So there you go. So we'll see what uh, what happens there. And uh, if uh, Amash does say, nope, don't want to take it up, whether they call everybody back and actually have a vote, because that would have to happen. Or would they wait a week to do that? Man, you wait a week, you're in trouble. Yep. So there you go. We'll keep updating you on the latest there and just, you know, scanning through. And I know that uh, 
What's the latest on the Dow futures? They were up and down earlier tonight, but have seen a more steady growth. But I haven't looked in about a half hour. Up 377. Okay. Yeah, it's been... they, it was up as high as four something, uh, 450, somewhere around there okay. earlier. So, huh. did a mosh <laughs> temper the markets a little bit with the tweet. Um, the the problem is is that you're going to be you're going to be the lone uh, you know wolf right there if 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 you want to play it that way. Good luck, because people it doesn't matter left and left or right. People want their money; they want it now. You block this thing you, as an individual. Yeah, good luck with whatever the future of your whatever career you're going to have next. Eight six six ninety red eye. Spring weather can be unpredictable, from severe showers to surprise last minute snowstorms and beyond. Preventive maintenance, however, is something you can always count on to help you prepare for the roads and unexpected weather ahead. Don't neglect what's under the hood when you start spring maintenance. Check the condition of your truck's fluid levels. Make sure you have sufficient levels of engine oil, transmission fluid, brake fluid, coolant, and even windshield washer fluid. Dirty and low fluids can negatively impact the performance of your vehicle and lead to higher maintenance costs down the road. While you're at it, check your engine air filter and replace if necessary. Without proper engine air filtration, your engine cannot perform at its best. Stop in to a TA truck service near you to shop our selection of fluids, filters, and other diesel performance products. This maintenance tip is brought to you by TA Truck Service. More bays, more expertise, more solutions. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Harley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 uh, Red Eye. How private industry is stepping up and how they're doing it. You hear that the uh, the Democrats screaming to nationalize industry in order to produce it. And right. the president is really, you know, avoided doing something like that, saying they're stepping forward on their own. We don't yeah, need them yeah. to do that. Wall Street Journal with a you know great editorial about, look, they know the supply chains better than the government does. Of course. Of course. Get the government out of it, you know, to... Uh, you know, uh, to to begin with, and just you know, the whole testing, mm-hmm. or the, all the testing kits, and the problems of monopolizing, you know, the whole testing kit uh, situation, and the debacle that that turned into, and Democrats are screaming for nationalization of industries to do it, and they're like, no, and we'll go through some of the specifics and some of the companies that are actually doing things coming up following uh, the bottom of uh, the hour. Did you see that uh, Dr. Fauci was on? Uh, our great affiliate WMAL yesterday in uh, yeah in uh, DC yeah and talked about the rift between you know they asked a question about the rift between him and Trump and he goes I wish I would stop saying there's not a rift yeah the, right. and the media's just pounding on it over and over again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the never Trumpers whatever's left the remnants of the never Trumpers yeah now that Bill Crystal is not a never Trumper he's a all out Democrat. <laughs> You know, they're, they're, uh, uh, you know, every facial expression that he makes. See, 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 look, he made a facial expression there behind Trump. He's not for Trump at all. He doesn't agree with Trump whatsoever. Yeah, right. And it's just like, well, yeah, he, you know, he does. And look, he said he understands. Comp- what do you think? He's an idiot. The Fauci doesn't understand that. Look, 
uh, there would be terrible damage done if this thing went on for months and months and months and months. And as we have said before, when this whole thing about the president stating, look, I would like to, we're looking to this date as a possibility. Cuomo almost said the exact same thing on Sunday. Yeah, right. The whole thing about Trump and uh, the, uh, I keep forgetting the name of the drug here. I just got mind blank on it. The, the chloroquine, mm-hmm. the, the hydroxychloroquine, and trying to relate it to the fish, the, the fish tank powder, as it's being referred to, and the couple that decided to take it and the husband died and the wife is in ICU. Well, they were just stupid. That's that's it, we flat hope, out. We There's hope no that, other way to say it. We hope we we hope that she gets better. That's plain stupidity. But trying to blame that on on uh, on 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 Trump, which is just amazing. We'll have the audio cut coming up next hour. You'll want to hear it. Yeah. Well, it's it, it is, uh, I, and I and it's you know the the media's positioning on that. Hey, do you think this is Trump's fault? Yes. Oh, I mean, and, and the 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 one uh, crawl mm-hmm. headline crawl that they had was unbelievable. Right. And we'll have that coming. You'll want to hear this. Uh, but on the whole, um, you know, the the whole will it work or not? Right. Well, the hydroxychloroquine will it work mm. with the Z pack? Well, it looks like it. It you know, oh, this is the opinion of researchers out there. Mm-hmm. Even though it hasn't been widely tested, that's what they believe from the small clinical trials that they've had so far. And these are people that work in infectious diseases that say, look, there are no really bad side effects. Let's do it. If we're not right on it, doesn't matter. Nobody right. gets hurt by it. Right. Let's do it. He's been compared to Hitler for suggesting it, Trump has. and But you find out they don't even mention that Andrew Cuomo. He's actually put it into action. He's put it into action. His name is nowhere in these articles. He is nowhere in these articles. It's like he doesn't even exist, and he is the one that is actually implementing it yeah. by the thousands <laughs> in his own state, and it's like he's not even a part of the discussion no, whatsoever. No, Ignore, ignore, ignore. Like Maureen Dowd said, if there's anything negative that comes you know, the way, this is about Hillary Clinton in 2016, just you know, draw the blinds, close the door, you know, and cover your eyes, cover your ears. Well, when it's about Cuomo, Cuomo's the only one that's put it into action. Think about that. Right. And Cuomo was talking about the fact that we need to have the discussion of when we open up the economy because this can't be going on for months. He you said and, that before Trump said it. Yeah. You and I were saying this on Monday. We went, wow, they almost sound alike. Mm-hmm. Right. And what you heard yesterday was I actually saw people in New York saying, the president's talking about when to open up the economy. Cuomo isn't like that. It's like, you, you ignorant, yeah. Jane, you ignorant. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Oh, okay, boomer. Topic is, it's all on you. Red, 
AFI Radio. And he is Eric Carlin. I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. We have a deal. Uh, we'll have, well, we don't have a deal. Uh, <laughs> I'm not signing anything. I'm not going to sign anything. The, uh, the, the, uh, the president and the Senate have come to a deal. So we'll, we'll have, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't say we. Right. We'll, we'll have, we'll have the specifics of that coming up following, uh, the, top of the hour hmm. just an interesting editorial wall street journal private industry mobilizes against the coronavirus so president trump can't do right by some critics no matter what he does for hmm. three years he's been denounced as a reckless authoritarian and now he's attacked for not being authoritarian enough by refusing to commandeer american industry yeah. the truth is that the private industry is responding to the coronavirus without command and control by the federal government last week mr trump invoked the 1950 defense production act that lets a president during a national emergency order business to manufacture products for national defense. Basically, uh, it's the mini Green New Deal. Uh, <laughs> but it would order business to manufacture products for national defense, set wage and price controls, and allocate materials. On Tuesday, the Federal Emergency Management Agency used the Korean War era law, Korean War era law, for the first time in this crisis to procure and distribute testing kits and face masks but democrats want the administration to take over much uh, more of the private economy new york governor andrew cuomo on sunday tweeted that the federal government should nationalize the medical supply chain and order companies to make gowns masks and gloves he's been echoed by democratic governors and leaders in congress yet businesses across america are already chipping in where they can aerospace manufacturer honeywell plans to hire 500 workers at its plant in Rhode Island, which currently produces safety goggles to make millions of N95 face masks for medical professionals. 3M has doubled its global output of N95 masks and this week is sending 500,000 respirators to hotspots in the United States. Corporations including Apple, Facebook, Tesla, Goldman Sachs are donating millions of medical masks stockpiled for wildfires or a biochemical attack. Apparel manufacturers are repurposing textile mills to produce personal protective equipment. Haynes plans to manufacture masks using U.S. cotton at factories in El Salvador, Honduras, and the Dominican Republic. Diverse supply chains can help businesses operate more flexibly during a crisis since they don't depend on any single country for materials or workers. That's why an American first or an American only government supply order would be a mistake. Maine-based Puritan Medical Products, one of America's top sources for no swabs, says it has been rushing to keep up with the orders, even as some workers have become sick. Directing the company to produce more coronavirus swabs won't do any good if it can't get more workers and could create a, sh a shortage of flu tests if it has to divert resources from other lines. Businesses know their workforce capacities and supply chains better than the government and how to retool them to maximize efficiency. Dozens of breweries and distillers, including Anheuser-Busch uh, and more, are churning out hand sanitizer. Mm. General Electric plans to hire more workers to produce ventilators, even while it lays off thousands in aviation. Fuel cell manufacturer Bloom Energy is retrofitting hundreds of old ventilators for the state of California. And it just goes it goes uh, on and on to, to talk about the, the back that Ford said on Tuesday it would start assembling plastic face shields 
and work with 3M and GE to make respirators and ventilators. General Motors is also exploring how to use its global automotive automotive supply chain to make ventilators. Ford's CEO said its ventilators could be available by June, and it isn't obvious that a government takeover of manufacturing would speed up any of this. It might make sense for the federal government to purchase supplies from manufacturers and then allocate them to hospitals and states with the highest need. But it doesn't make sense to order manufacturers like Apple and GM to make no swabs or chemical uh, reactants for testing kits if they don't have the expertise or the suppliers to do so. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers can also help convert vacant hotels and college dorms into makeshift hospitals, as it is doing in New York. When this pandemic is over, one of the lessons is likely to be that the government should have done more earlier to purchase uh, and uh, medical equipment uh, in order to get them to hospitals, but dictating how business now uh, but dictating to business now will lead to bureaucratic snafus and inefficiencies. President Trump said Sunday, we're a country not based on nationalizing our businesses. That's the right impulse America needs to emerge uh, from this with a private economy intact and ready to grow again, not nationalized industries subject to bureaucratic and political control. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, you know, uh, again... Uh, aside and on top of knowing the supply chain best, the private sector also knows that a uh, a, health, a healthy a society, a healthy population, um, a more positive uh, feel in the market brings about greater prosperity for everybody, including those businesses who voluntarily do things like this. I mean, sometimes you have to be, uh, you know, uh, you're going to have to be a good steward of your community, in this case, our country. They know that in the private sector. We see it all the time. Um, this is, you know, the, the Chuck Schumers of the world want you to believe, well, but we should force the these companies, if they're going to take these loans or, or this money, uh, we should force them to do this. Well, the idea is that those companies, if they're strong, then they're going to compete for labor. Like every other company out there, they're going to compete in the marketplace for that commodity, the human which means in a tight labor market that people are making greater wages. And so coming together like this is no surprise. It's what the private sector does best. And to Barack Obama and anybody else, you didn't build that. Yeah, actually, we did. And we built the roads and bridges to it because the government is funded by the private sector. Nonprofits funded by the private sector. Nothing happens without profits. Period. Uh, well, uh, as the president's made it clear, he's he's not going to do that. And I agree with the president when yep. companies want to step up because they do see, number one, I do believe that they understand that the longer this goes on, the more it's going to hurt them. Mm -hmm. And the fact is that they understand that they're going to get paid by the federal government to do this also. Mm -hmm. So there's great incentive to do it. There's no reason to nationalize. You don't need to do it. No, there is I mean, no need. Right. There is no need to do it to nationalize and have a government bureaucracy take over private companies. It's just dumb. By the way, I want to uh, let uh, people know about this because we've been talking and giving you update on on uh, uh, different things in the deal that was done. You and I had wondered about unemployment benefits mm. and the, the fact of uh, you could have unemployment benefits, it looks like here, uh, be doubled from what 
the current standard is right now. From the Wall Street Journal, these payments would be in addition to a broad expansion of unemployment benefits, which would be extended to non-traditional employees, including gig workers and freelancers. Okay. The agreement is set to increase current unemployment assistance by $600 a week for four months. So there's the timeline. We wondered what the timeline would be on that, whether it would be because uh, we had seen that initially they were going to, uh, uh, you know, attach on four extra months to unemployment. I don't know if that's still part of it or not. But the additional the, right now, there is, according to The Wall Street Journal, it will just be that additional 600 for four months. It doesn't say additional four months, just four, just for, four months. For four months. Right. So that would be the federal input for that. Now, that would be up to $600 a week. I believe now they're not saying they're saying the agreement would sit would is set to increase current unemployment assistance by $600 a week for four months. That implies in the wall street journal that, that is, if you're, if you're only going to get a hundred, everybody gets 600 on there. Right. It's been reported by other uh, outlets, the hill.com that the 600 would be if you're getting the maximum benefit mm-hmm. in a state. So right. again, we're still not sure of that. Yeah. Okay. And again, uh, $350 billion in loans to small businesses. And um, um, the $500 billion in corporate aid. Mm. Uh, the Treasury Secretary will have the authority to direct, directly lend a slice of those funds. And Democrats had sought to place controls on the money. The agreement will create a new inspector general and an oversight board to oversee that aid. Mm. Even though he will have authority to directly lend that money, there will be an oversight board and an inspector general. Right. You know. Okay. Uh, Which would be expected. Yes. Uh, and 150 billion into the healthcare system to hospitals. We've talked about that. Right. And 150 to state and local governments saddled with costs relating to the virus. Wow, that'll go quickly. That's basically what three billion per state. Yeah. Uh, and again, the legislation includes a ban on stock buyouts for any company receiving a government loan from the stimulus package. That ban lasts the term of the government assistance plus one year. So it doesn't seem the CEO compensation's in there. Hmm. That was originally reported that it was, but right. I, I, we've gone to like three or four different media sources, and that doesn't seem to appear anywhere. Uh, it doesn't look like there are any solar or wind uh, tax credits. Uh, in there anywhere and what was the other one and no emission standards for airlines Mm -hmm. was was taken out of there um dow futures up 557 uh as they write here mr schumer and uh mr pelosi will now likely spend the coming days selling the agreement to other democrats with schumer claiming victory on a number of fronts in the negotiations House Republicans, for their part, seemed to have come on board with the Senate bill despite complaints that Democrats were aiming to insert unrelated proposals like environmental protections into the stimulus package, but that doesn't seem to be in there. Well, so if they're going to convene at noon today, uh, are they going to debate it and then get to a vote today? Well, the procedural first procedural vote would be at one. I think what they're more worried about is not it passing in the House because I think they have the votes. Uh, well, the procedural, you still need to get 60 to, to move it forward. Yes, yes. But uh, as for the final vote, you've got it there. Uh, as for the House, who knows? But 
I don't think, look, with Schumer giving it his endorsement, it'd be very tough for Pelosi to go against I don't th- it. I don't but think Pelosi will. I wouldn't be surprised if AOC rails against it, though. Right. Doesn't do enough. Right. Uh, no, and nothing for the Green New Deal. Well, it. and and will right nothing for the Green New Deal. And mm-hmm. will you have to actually bring the House members back so that could that delay it a couple days? Right. Well, and it said it spend you know they'll they'll spend the coming days trying to convince other Democrats. Well, every day that goes by without this money getting into the bank of of individuals is another day that you know again. And I guess well, it depends on how what how accurate the story and, is. And every single, well, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, it depends on how accurate the story is and how long it takes. I mean, Schumer could get get over there and and could have the talk with Pelosi. And Pelosi, well, he's probably already had that. And then Pelosi uh, is going to be at that point uh, using uh, the majority whip and and going out and and you know getting everybody in, on board or at least well, enough on board. Well, here's here's the the problem now politically. And we thought if this was a horrible deal with the environmental standards and everything else in there, it doesn't seem to be that. So I think most Republicans are on board and Schumer's aboard. For Pelosi not to be on board mm-hmm. might be political suicide for the Democrats because you would sit there, Democrat Republicans would say, look, Schumer's on board. Mm-hmm. The Democrat leadership in the Senate is on board. And again, here it is, the House and Nancy Pelosi, and you would just eviscerate her. Remember, they were already losing the argument over the last... 48 hours right, right they were losing that argument right well she needs to sober up and make this happen 866-90-RED-EYE get in touch with red eye radio toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE Red Eye Radio, he is Eric Carley, and uh, I'm Gary McNamara, 866-90-RED-EYE. Uh, if uh, you would uh, like to uh, get in, we would love to hear from you. Coming up following the top of the hour, we will get to some of the specifics of the, the deal. Take a look at uh, Dow Futures, which I'm going to say are still up. I'm I'm guessing since it was up over 400 last time. I 542. 542, okay, good. Well, then. 554. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally, that, it happened that quickly. Well, uh, I I saw just an interesting analysis saying that the stock market in one day has been going up and down what it would do in two or three months. Yeah. It's like, you know, that's, <laughs> that actually is pretty accurate, isn't it? It, it really is. I mean, it's just think about it. Up 21.12 yesterday, by the way, a tribute to Neil Peart, the late drummer for Rush, oh, of I, I believe. Right. Um, but, um, you, that's a, that's, that's massive. I mean, that's it, back in the day. I'd, I'd go back a year ago. Stock market gains over 2,100 points. We'd be freaking out going, Oh my gosh, what's going on? How? Or, or down 2,000 points. You know, the same thing. So how will we be a year and a, a year from now? We'll be three days, three days in a row. The stock market up 150 points. I think we'll still be exactly, and we'll still be (laughs) dizzy from this roller coaster.
This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Pilot Flying J Studios, this is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, 866-90-RED-EYE. He is Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. All right, in the news, we have a deal. Well, Madam President, I have an update for the information of all senators and for the information of the American people, and it's good news. It's good news for the doctors and nurses in emergency rooms around the country who are waiting for more masks and more funding. It's good news for families all across America. At last, we have a deal. The Senate has reached a bipartisan agreement on a historic relief package for this pandemic. It will rush new resources onto the front lines of our nation's health care fight, and it will inject trillions of dollars of cash into the economy as fast as possible to help American workers, families, small businesses, and industries make it through this disruption. Uh, That's Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Here's Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. Like all compromises, this bill is far from perfect, but we believe the legislation has been improved significantly to warrant its quick consideration and passage because many Democrats and Republicans were willing to do the serious and hard work. The bill is much better off than where it started. After five days of arduous negotiations, after sleep-deprived nights and marathon negotiating sessions, we have a bipartisan agreement on the largest rescue package in American history. Uh, Two trillion plus is what it is. And now let's just go over some of the high points, Eric, because you and I uh, looking at a number of different sources uh, out there, which is coming in. Again, this piece of legislation does not appear anywhere as of yet. So this is all the information that different news sources, Fox, CNN, just some of the ones we're using, thehill.com, Wall Street Journal, New York Times. Uh, So we're we're trying to put everything together as to, you know, what's important, what people want to know. First off, the money you're going to get. (laughs) That's the most important, right? Right, exactly. Uh, $12,000 or $12,000. Yeah, careful. Let me state that over again. <laughs> per week. Uh, no. No. $1,200 mm. per individual, $500 per children. Right. Uh, now, that is 75000 and under. We don't know yet how that sliding scale, if you make over 75000 we don't know how that goes yet. Okay, if so. there is even a sliding scale. Yes, I don't we don't know that. I believe there probably is, mm. but we don't know that. But that's seventy five thousand for an individual. Right. As you know, it's also one hundred fifty thousand. I still believe that that stays also for uh, couples, even though that has not been specifically put in any article that we have seen so far mm-hmm. on the analysis. We believe that probably would be kept the same. I don't see why that would change. Right. Right. Exactly. For 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 joint filers. Uh, and so twelve hundred and then five hundred, but just a one payment. Earlier legislation had talked about two payments. It's only one payment. 
the compromise seems to be made with unemployment benefits, where for four months, unemployment benefits will go up as much as... Now, there's two different reports we've seen. Up to the maximum, if you're making the maximum unemployment, you would see $600 increase. Mm -hmm. For example, in New York, if the maximum amount is $507 for unemployment, you would receive for four months... $1,107 that's per week. I say per month? Per Per week. week. Per week. I want to make that clear. That's per week. Uh, For four months. So you have the way that the Wall Street Journal wrote it was it would be a $600 increase. Not up to $600, but $600. But but $600. We don't know which one is correct because we don't have the bill in, in front of us. So it's important just to let you know what we know and from what we've been able to scan so far, and we'll see if we, if there's any update to that, we will bring it uh, your way. For corporations, three hundred and sixty-seven billion to go to small business. Now that's go to that that's three hundred and sixty-seven outside of what I believe. And here's the thing: I'm not sure of if that three hundred and sixty-seven is all for the plan that would give a tax credit to small business if they didn't lay you off. If they didn't lay you off. Or they haven't laid you off because I'm assuming if they've kept you on salary already that you would be able to use whatever it is in, is from a certain date, right? Yeah. But right. I don't know what yeah. that date would right. be. Yeah. But what they're doing is they're going to give small business the ability. Don't know what this goes to large business. And I don't know what the specifications are or what the parameters are of what they call a small business for this piece of legislation. We just know the generality. Right. Small business would be able to get a tax credit if they did not lay off a person. I'm assuming it's the total cost of what it is to keep that person, or at least at the minimum, the salary you're paying that person. Right. By the way, it also says, um, at least at, at, in a couple of the stories that I've read, that people with uh, little or no tax liability, which means if you're making next to nothing, you're still going to get the 1200 so if you're not right. working, essentially, you would get that 1200 Now, that doesn't extend the unemployment because technically you're not unemployed. You haven't been laid off as a result of this. Right. You're not, you, you do not qualify for unemployment at that point. Now, again, the language has not been, you know, spelled out completely. There is no, uh, complete bill here yet to look at and won't be until later this morning or later this afternoon. And I'm glad you brought that up because I did leave something out. And it would be based on your 2018 mm-hmm. salary, which is interesting because what if you were making 200 grand then, and then we in 2019 you made 25 grand? We we've talked about that. Yeah, we, I, we don't. Uh, again, uh, the specifics we do not have, mm-hmm. but we're just telling you what media sources, media outlets are saying based on their sources. Well, because it would they, be based I, on 2018, and I guess it because a lot of people haven't done, and you've extended the the IRS deadline to July 15th. And so if you've done that, tax season isn't over. So 2019 really isn't a known technically to the IRS. You see what I mean? Yes. Right. Oh, I mean, great you, point. Yeah, you may right, know right, it if you filed right. your taxes already, mm-hmm. but be, until that deadline is there, they cannot assess the entire, uh, they cannot assess the entire population. Uh, the, right. the, uh, every, all the earners until that tax season is over. So that makes sense that they go back to 2018. 2019 tax season right. is not done. But if you made 
well, I guess it's, yeah. You so if you made nothing, it would be based on 2018. Well, look, I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't know because we again we're reading one sentence, mm-hmm. and who knows what the bill is. So we're just going to relate to you what we know, and not what we and 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 not. Or maybe they qualify and say if your 2019 is available, right? Right. Well, they they that was in the old bill. I didn't right, see that right. written in this one. No, I haven't seen that. So, but we can only tell you what we know at the time. Mm-hmm. Again, 367 million for small business, mm-hmm. billions, 500 billion for. Uh, uh, loans for for corporations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the restrictions would uh, would be that uh, Mnuchin can hand it out, but there would be an inspector general uh, and also an advisory board there, or an oversight board, as they call with that money that they would be lending out to certain large businesses uh, out there. The airlines, I saw twenty five billion for the airlines and four billion for cargo haulers. And none of the Green New Deal stuff was in there from what we could see. It wasn't mentioned in any of the articles that we have read this morning, but that was still in there anywhere. Uh, Employee compensation we saw in one article would be limited if you were a big business and got the loans, but we did not see that in further updated articles. But the stock buyback was in there for the term of, excuse me, for the uh, apparently the, the, uh, the time span of the lo- I don't know if it's a time span of getting the loan and paying it back mm. plus a year or just a year that you get the loan and a year later. Right. Uh, but that was not made permanent as the Democrats were trying to get in. Nothing about that a union member has to sit on your board of directors if you get the, the loan. That doesn't exist. And uh, employee compensation, again, we don't know about not employee CEO compensation. We don't know about that. And was there one other thing? Uh, airline emissions thing. Or airline emission things was not, was yeah. from what we know is not listed in any of the articles that we have written uh, this morning. And I didn't think that that was going to make it anyway. Right. Well, so the question is, um, do they have to call the House back for the vote? They may have to because uh, if you Jeff, have a couple of cogs in the wheel. Well, well, you know, they're they're focusing on Justin Amash that that he said that uh, you know uh, he's not going to be for. You know the unanimous consent vote, which they would, right. if if nobody objects, well then okay, it's passed. They don't have to be in there. Amash says he may object to it, but will AOC object to it? Right. I don't there know. Could be others, right? You know, and and who knows the pressure on Pelosi because the House it seems didn't get what they want. Right. They got a little bit, but if they didn't get the CEO compensation, mm-hmm. and again, we're just telling you what we know. It could be in there. We don't know. I think the one thing that works but, against AOC in this case is where her district is. It's in the hot spot. Yeah. And so it's an, if if she I'm not saying she won't object, but if she does to the point where she wants to stop the process, um, you know, Amash is one thing, but right now her district is right in the center of the hot zone. And the fact is the the money for the unemployed is unprecedented. Right. I mean that's pretty massive. I don't know of any state, do you, that pays six hundred a week? Is there a state that pays six hundred a week? Look, the uh, New York and California, the highest cost of living, and they pay five hundred. And they pay five hundred seven in New York, and it's four fifty in California. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know of any state. There may be, there may be one, but I, I, you know, I'm not that familiar with it. But six hundred is a is a big deal. 
Well, I mean, if you only got the six hundred, that would be twenty four hundred a month. Yeah, but the six hundred is on top on of top whatever, of what the whatever, state whatever else you make. Exactly, right? exactly. So that's unprecedented. Mm-hmm. And again, that probably was a negotiation with okay, just one payment to everybody else. But if you're unemployed, you're the one that's really going to get the help. Mm-hmm. Well, because if you've stayed employed, yeah. if you've stayed employed, mm-hmm. that's just an extra. Well, I'm not going to say. Well, it, but okay. So, so here's... if you've stayed employed, you get the twelve hundred bucks. So mm-hmm. you're still getting paid. If you're unemployed, you get the twelve hundred bucks based on 2018 and six hundred on top of any of the unemployment benefits that you make. Could this be right here? Could this be? Could this open up the uh, the spigots for companies to start laying off, knowing that their employees could many of their employees could be qualified for thousands of dollars a month, maybe more than what they're earning right now. Again, assuming that the language in the Wall Street mm-hmm. Journal article is accurate and it's not up right. to six hundred, up to six hundred, right? There's a possibility because that that would be that would be a great that would be a a incentive. But I don't know how the small business is it only small business that gets and how large of a small business gets the tax rebate mm-hmm. if you keep payrolls right if you keep people on payroll Mm -hmm. what is that tax benefit you that's what you're gonna have to figure out as an employer where's the balance right so there you go that's basically it and again then uh, the fed also has about uh i don't know uh 900 trillion dollars for anything that the fed may want to do so okay six trillion right yeah (laughs) so they'll do the procedural vote uh in the senate this afternoon 1 p.m. would be the first vote unless they cancel it, and then they move from that point on. Uh, and who knows? they got to get to 60. How, who knows how long that will go. Right. Meanwhile, you'll probably have the Democrats, I would assume. Look, the Democrats can't win. We'll know what's bad in this bill you know, a few months down the road and the wasted money and everything else in it. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, as we said before, we said this last week, it's going to be a huge bill. And it's going to keep going up yep. and up and up. Yep. And there may be another bill after this bill. Right. If we're still still here a month from now, right. there will be another one. Yes. So uh, money doesn't count. The only thing the public cares about is get money to us and get the economy yep. back and get this disease taken care of. Right. Uh, anything else, we'll, we'll deal with down the line. Mm-hmm. Look, we live that way in normal circumstances. Exactly. Yeah, we've been kicking so, the can for a long time. And, and so if the Democrats object to it, if Nancy objects to it, they can't win. They couldn't win the last. They had a, they, the, the, the Democrats did compromise from their initial mm-hmm. insanity that they wanted. Well, the, you know, having Schumer on board is, is, is a little bit of a game changer because basically you're putting the ball in Nancy's court and, um, she's going to, there's no way she's going to disagree with Schumer. If she disagrees with Schumer, it's political suicide. Well, yeah, because then the, the Republicans went, look, this is bipartisan. We got Schumer to agree with it. We're now, all ready to go. Now the radicals in the House don't want you to get, look at this money we're going to give you. Right. And if you're unemployed and they're holding it up, they claim they care about you. Right. Schumer doesn't go. want that. I mean, no. that would look bad for Schumer. 86690 Red Eye. The latest update on progress of implementation of the U.S.-China Phase 1 trade deal from an ag perspective. I think China, in the technical aspects, is doing what it needs to do to prepare to fulfill their commitment. And Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, in a joint press release from USDA and the U.S. Trade Representative's office, noted some of the more recent actions of implementation. 
Among those, regionalization allowing U.S. poultry exports from areas unaffected by highly pathogenic avian influenza or virulent Newcastle disease. Access of all U.S. beef products into China for the first time since 2003, as well as expansion of pork products into that market. An updated list of eligible U.S. exporters of distillers' dried grain allowed into China. And facilitating the registration of U.S. animal feed manufacturing facilities by China to allow import of these products into that market. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. The USDA report is brought to you by Cenex Roadmaster XL Premium Highway Diesel Fuel. Coming up, more with Gary McNamara and Eric Harley. It's Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio. He is Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690-RED-EYE. Well, it certainly is by far the, if you call it hot, if you call it any word you want to use, it is uh, at a level that, uh, I was speaking to Tony before, it's a level that no place else is close. It's very unfortunate. And talking about uh, New York, uh, where uh, the vast majority of deaths in New York uh, state are from New York, and... Mm. Uh, now the federal government saying if you're you know coming from New York to self quarantine or right. self isolate yourself yeah. if you're going to leave the state and you and I wondered does that mean when you before you leave the state you go or, right to the border of the state, state and I mean, quarantine you, how, how do you, you know what, what what are you suggesting per, particularly if you're going to get on a plane for example you know what what should you do specifically to say self isolate because you and I both were saying well do you self isolate before or after I would assume before. Right. Right. I mean, that's what. Well, you would but think. then you're going to go if you're flying out, you're going to go to the airport. And there's exactly. that. Risk. Right. Exactly. So there's all risks. And so, do you quarantine when you get to your destination? And we've been going through a number of different articles saying, could somebody please explain to us which way you're supposed to do that? Uh, New Jersey officially changed their state motto to stay out. Yeah. But uh, let's hope it improves during this study. Uh, this clinical study going on right now is crucial. We'll have more coming up on that. Here's your forecast. Unsettled weather in the west will provide snowfall today for a good portion of Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, Salt Lake City, Utah will pick up potentially several inches of snow today, changing over from rain to snow and throughout the day. Accumulations will continue till about mid-morning. Rain for the coast of Washington, Oregon, and Northern California will provide rain showers up and down I-5 today. The Four Corners region, southwest and southern plains, including Texas, will be dried. There will be spotty showers from northern Nebraska into South Dakota and into Wisconsin and Minnesota. Most of the Midwest will be dry. Showers are moving out of the south. Showers extend from the Carolinas into the Ohio Valley and over through New Jersey. Portions of upstate New York expecting snow from Binghamton to Syracuse on I-81. That'll change over to all rain at daybreak. Your national forecast from Red Eye Radio, I'm meteorologist John Trout.
People want to be BS. Eric Harley and Gary McNamara on Red Eye Radio. True. And he's Eric Harley and I'm Gary McNamara, 86690 Red Eye. Vice President Mike Pence said yesterday that the FDA is approving off-label use of the anti-malaria drug uh, chloroquine right now. Hydroxychloroquine right now to help coronavirus patients. Pence made the comments during Fox News's virtual coronavirus town hall uh, in response to a question from Dr. Oz about the drug, which has shown encouraging signs in small early trials. A similar drug, chloroquine, has also uh, shown positive signs. So uh, the good news is, he said, the chloroquine medication we actually deployed in the state of New York uh, of resources to be able to be administered to the people. New York has reported more than 25,600 confirmed coronavirus, uh, coronavirus cases and uh, 210 deaths. Look, this seems to be, as we said before, where it was being called a clinical trial. This is more than a clinical trial going on. They're giving the medicine to people who need it. Yep. Well, because, again, you, you have um, uh, drugs that have been on the market for a long time. There are a lot of knowns, and the only unknown is does it do the negative reactions, um, the, do the adverse reactions uh, become greater with people that have coronavirus as opposed to the original uh, 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 treatment uh, that they were that they were designed for. This is this is not a this is not a type of R and D trial. This is not experimental in nature. I mean. Technically, I guess it is, but only because you're going off label. Uh, during a news conference uh, earlier this week, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced the state had acquired 70,000 doses hmm. of uh, hydrox- <laughs> hydroxychloroquine. <laughs> I don't know why I can say it so easy at times and other times I have problems saying it. Hydroxychloroquine, uh, Quinn, excuse me, 10,000 doses of Z-Packs and 750,000 doses of chloroquine with the trials that started yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, here we are. The interesting thing is the media coverage of this, and this is just what is just mind-boggling oh. here. And this is the, the media's response to the story out of Arizona, the man who died and the woman who was in ICU because they took uh, a powder mm-hmm. n- not a prescription they took right. a powder for fish tanks chloroquine phosphate which are supposed to kill parasites yes uh you know in the tank in right. the fish tank mm-hmm. and they took it and died while well, the the man died right the man died yes yeah, yeah. and the woman is in icu and nbc both M- nbc and msnbc tried to somehow relate that to President Trump, yeah, right, and his push to accelerate the either approval, which they got. I mean, mm-hmm. the FDA said, "Okay, you can do the off-label," which means right. they've given it their go-ahead. Right. Now, the governor of, of Nevada says, "Nope, we're not going to do it because there isn't a consensus." Mm-hmm. And so, okay, uh, if the politi- if the if the uh, winds don't go your way, there's going to be political penalties to pay for that yep and if it if it doesn't go the way 
for example, that Andrew Cuomo wishes it to go, there's not really going to be a, a penalty to pay because people are going to say nobody got hurt by the drug. We know what the side effects are and the initial tests were there. So in an emergency, you do something like this. Mm-hmm. Now, when Trump did it, <laughs> he was called by the media, the former CNN uh, reporter who c- compared it to Hitler right. experimenting the Nazi experiments on patients they were trying to compare it to. And we have gone over some of those the last couple of days. The insanity from the left, but the insanity was rose to another level with this fish parasite powder. Mm-hmm. We're going to play first from NBC and then you hear from MSNBC. Here we go. An Arizona man has died after he took chloroquine phosphate because he believed that it would protect him from the coronavirus. You may recall the president has been talking about chloroquine in a tablet form, which is a malaria drug, which he believes could, in fact, help people who are... Okay, no, no, which he believes... No, 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 no. Not which he believes, which he has been told by scientists that it has promise. Not he believes... He right. hopes. Right. He hopes. And he made that clear. That was we mistake number one. Now let's continue. Here we go. We're struggling with the, cor- with the coronavirus. We talked to this man's wife, who is now also in the ICU, about how and why he took this particular chloroquine phosphate. Did you see the president's press conference? Where did you hear about? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We saw, the, we saw his press conference. It was on a lot, actually. And then what? And then what? Did you did you seek out chloroquine? I had it in the house because I I used to have koi fish. So this particular form of it that he took was used to kill parasites and fish. Apparently, as you know, the FDA is looking at whether chloroquine could be used. It's a malaria drug. Could be used to help people with coronavirus, but not in a raw form. Certainly not in the form that you would use to kill fish parasites. Please turn up the volume for this. An Arizona man has died after attempting to self-medicate chloroquine phosphate, believing it would protect him and his wife from the coronavirus. The man's wife is currently in critical condition, and she tells NBC News that she and her husband decided to take the additive after watching President Trump talk about the potential benefits of chloroquine during one of his televised White House briefings. Uh, I want to make it clear that when you what you don't see in what she is saying is the crawl underneath mm-hmm. the, the headline banner. crawl, the banner. Yeah. Man dies after self-medicating with treatment that Trump pushed. Uh, the correct version is man dies after doing something thoughtless, careless. But on MSNBC, Stupid. that's a lie. I man, pray for the man's family and I pray that yep. that woman uh, fully recovers. But let's be frank. You don't go to your fish tank to find medicine. Yes. Man dies after self-medicating with treatment that Trump pushed. From what I know, Trump did not push fish tank powder. No. I never heard him say, if you have this in your home, you should take it. So Trump was out there saying, look, if you've got... The chloroquine phosphate mm-hmm. in the, a powder form. The, the in powder form, the fish tank parasite killer. Take it now. Right. 
It's wow. unbelievable. Wow. It really, you, you just got to shake your head. I mean, I burst out laughing when I saw this because I'm like, you got to be kidding me. They think that they think that the public, they really do. We've said this before. Liberals believe that the people that support them, that watch them, are the biggest idiots ever. You tell me anything that Trump has ever done that compares with MSNBC and that headline that says man dies after self-medicating with treatment that Trump pushed. That's not the treatment he pushed. No. And he didn't. In fact, he didn't push anything. He said we're hopeful. There's There are positive signs and we're hopeful. He didn't push anything. But this is NBC. Nothing but crap. I mean, you can't make this you can't make this stuff up. Well, you gotta ask yourself. A company that still today employs Brian Williams. That's all you need to that's all you need to say. Brian Williams still has a job at NBC. That's that's insane. And uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Fauci was on uh, our great affiliate, WMAL, mm-hmm. I believe it was yesterday, mm-hmm. and and said that uh, he wishes that the media would stop trying to create a rift between him and Trump. So just, right. And you can see in every newscast, they're constantly trying to do that. And he said, I, stop doing that. And, and what, just, he was on, what was he on, Face the Nation Sunday or, or where? Yeah. Where, and, so he, and he had to stop and said, look, you know, I'm coming from the medical profession, the president from the a layman's perspective and we're basically saying the same thing fundamentally there's great hope that this will work why are we having these conversations why are we having to sit down with children like the journalists at nbc and go over and over and over again their stupidity their ignorance their childish behavior well think about you know People at MSNBC knew they were lying about what Trump did when they put that when they put that banner up there. They right. knew they knew that they were lying. They knew it, of course. They knew they were lying. They knew. Look, they've done enough stupid things all in the past. They knew they would get called out on it. They don't care. No, they don't. They and don't. we've tried to explain this before, especially after the Mueller report came out, and you had tons of conservative politicians jump up and say, well, we hope the mainstream media has now learned their lesson and they won't jump to conclusions anymore. And they'll co- go back to the journalistic ethics that blah, 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 and made this country great. Uh, and we're like, stop doing that. They're not journalists. They've never no. been journalists. No. They don't care about being journalists. No. They are poli- they are political activists. They don't care. They're not shamed by being caught in a lie. Nope. They're not shamed by reporting inaccurate news. Right. All they care about is in their mind, even even if the reality is they're killing their own brand, mm-hmm. they don't recognize it because no. all they're doing is, uh, uh, I don't know whether it's brainwashed. I don't know what it is that makes them do this. But there's no shame. They don't sit there and go, oh, we've been called out on an obvious lie. Mm-hmm. They don't care because they believe that they're pushing their movement another half an inch forward, mm-hmm. another half an inch forward. Even if they're going a half an inch backwards, they don't care because political activists only think in one way. And if they don't think, if they believe that, look, we're not pushing as far as we think we should be, 
they don't sit there and say, let's back off and try to be more credible Mm -hmm. and destroy the opposition on the substance of their argument. No. No. They ramp it up and they go more insane, as NBC and MSNBC did, to try to make the case that Trump was telling people to take something that would kill them. Yes. That had nothing to do with the prescription, but had to do with something that you put in fish tanks to kill parasites and fish. Right. Wow. I mean, it really is. This is this is um, I I don't want to insult third graders. This isn't even a third grader mentality. They're acting like toddlers, and I still feel guilty for insulting toddlers. Well, I, I just I, I'm fascinated in one sense because I wonder what it's like to have a brain like that. Well, they don't have a brain. <laughs> well, they actually do. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, there's a mass of something on their head. A bunch of scarecrows <laughs> running around. 866-90-RUN-EYE. Freightliner Team Run Smart Pro Henry Albert has achieved some very impressive fuel mileage numbers. Henry shares the specs on his truck and his trailer, starting with what's under the hood. I'm in a 2018 Cascadia Aero X. It's powered by the integrated drivetrain Detroit Series 60 DD15, 400 horsepower, 1,750 foot-pounds of torque at 975 RPM, and that's fed into the Detroit DT12 direct drive transmission with a final axle ratio of 2.16 with active lube management riding on Michelin X1 tire pulling a fully aerodynamic trailer. The trailer is equipped with a nose cone. It's also equipped with full-length skirts from Fleet Engineers that go completely over the landing gear, completely over the trailer tandem, all the way to the rear bumper. The rain gutter has been plated over, and it's running a Stemco trailer tail. My main run, which is from Charlotte to Laredo, and I'm usually 60 to 65,000 pounds, I was averaging over 10 miles a gallon. It was up to 10.1. To learn more about Henry's fuel mileage achievements, go to TeamRunSmart.com. This report is a service of Shell Rotella. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. It's Red Eye Radio, eight six six ninety Red Eye. But uh, as I said earlier, I don't like any of the deal whatsoever because you're not getting any money because I get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, good for you. But the good part of it is, well, wait a minute. There's always hope that we'll get laid off. Cross your fingers. Yes. The good part is Eric and Gary's taxes don't go up in this deal. Well, how do you know? We haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's true. They, they, <laughs> they, that's right. They will need to come up with some type of tax plan. Well, especially we, if, if the Democrats won in October, we need we need to increase taxes in order to pay for the uh, the stimulus package. Well, it'll be item line three thousand and forty eight. Eric and Gary pay more taxes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see that this afternoon at one o'clock. Oh man, <laughs> we're going to have to see it before the, we pass. The it. only tax provision in there. Yeah, exactly. Billionaires, you're fine. Yeah. Eric and Gary. Eric and Gary. No. they pay pay more.
This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One.